0: And now, an inner wild interview. Welcome to Inner Wild. I'm Autumn Wolf,
1: and I'm Phil.
0: We are interviewing today, Clark. Hello. And Rain. Hello. From the Viking Shaman Podcast. We're so excited to have you two on today's show. This is great. <laughs> and I am so...
2: super stoked to be here. I think we both are
1: excited. Pipe. I know. I'm excited to hear from you guys too. I found your podcast and it was absolutely blown away that something like this existed because like three weeks earlier or like a month or so earlier it didn't exist and we were the only ones that were like anywhere in that niche and I thought that was awesome
0: agreed (laughs) yeah
2: yeah it was crazy when you reached out because I hadn't found anything either I think we kind of had the idea conception at the same time we posted our podcast and then you happened upon mine and
3: (laughs) yeah I know I had been searching for like some kind of Therian Otherkin podcast for a long time um so like suddenly there are two at least and that's that's pretty cool
0: don't worry, we'll get competition soon. There's always the first community, not competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm with you. Know, you. we I can work like... together to achieve
1: something, and if we happen to be better, <laughs> yep.
0: <work>. Well, yes, <laughs> but you know, there's always someone out there.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. So what we were gonna do with you guys today was talk a little bit about the spirituality side of things, and you know, share a little bit of spiritual beliefs and insight from. A third person a third party and well a third and a fourth in this sense mm-hmm. but um how how do you guys will spiritually identify if you don't mind my asking
2: sure do you want to go first no yeah, okay <laughs> okay so for me it's kind of a complicated answer but i'll try to summarize uh, actually just a couple mm-hmm. days ago i was on a console with someone long story short they needed my spiritual advice. And she kept asking me, well, so what are you? Are you a sensitive? Are you a psychic? What's like your title? And my only response could be I defy definition, but I mean, if you're familiar with my podcast, a shaman isn't entirely inaccurate, which isn't inaccurate, but I'm in this kind of weird gray space outside of that
3: and I guess sorry, what, what?
0: Sorry, no go. Oh, I was gonna ask like I can save that for afterwards, but like what? I guess what brought you into um, exploring that into shamanism, and when did that really seem like a path, like the right path for you to walk on, and yeah, you know, really yeah, want to dedicate absolutely. yourself to. I will totally
2: get into that. Rain, take it away. <laughs>
3: well i i think just because her answer might be a little longer um i remember listening um to kind of you guys's podcast and i remember um the kind of talk about uh, spiritual energy and things like that so that's kind of where my beliefs kind of sit um it's kind of Vaguely mystic, vaguely, you know, like Christian uh,
2: mystic, I yeah, think was a Christian term you mystic
3: used. kind of area. Um, I believe that like there's energy mm. in all things and those energy levels vary and there's a lot of um, other things out there. Uh, so you know, therians, other kin, you know, ghosts, um, creepy crawlies, that, that kind <laughs> of things. <so. laughs> uh, a little bit a little bit hocus pocusy. <laughs>
1: Okay, so it's mostly just um, like energy and visions of energy for the universe for you. Not so much of a defined spirituality there at all. Yeah.
3: So it's it's a lot of things about that's the actually... the universe kind of being a song and kind of the song varying between uh, you know a rock and the ground and a, a spiritual being and you know everything that's moving around and how we can. Um, intentionalize that energy like shift with it and just go through the world like that and that does like play very much into a belief of you know there being things beyond this planet and beyond a veil and um you know higher beings and higher states of existence things like
2: that and that actually a a word that has been used to describe that is animism so yeah you're like a christian animist (laughs) yeah something like that So where it started for me was very, very early in life. I can recall as a very young child, and I mean like five to 10 years old, having a sensitivity to things that just typical people were not picking up on and not understanding. And that's anywhere from being emotionally sensitive to the people I was around, but also all the way up to just straight up seeing and feeling things that otherwise weren't there to the rest of the world until I started meeting other people that also was able to interact with this entire realm that I didn't even have like a name for. And that's when, so basically I was like a witch before I knew what a witch was. (laughs) And it just kind of developed from there. I do remember Some time in middle school through high school, realizing that a lot of what I felt like I was interacting with kind of fell into the category of fae, and that's probably where I started on the other kin scale. That's when I was like, "Okay, there's something totally not human," and I feel much closer to this realm than anything. Well, human. And it's just kind of gone from there.
0: What what does that feel like? Like, how would you, you know, what does that feel like?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So when I was younger, it was, I think it started out with like a sensitivity and a higher understanding of the animals that I interacted with. Like I was a huge animal person and I just understood them on a much deeper emotional level. And then as I got older, it, it got into this you know, realm of, I I could see, I could see things that other people couldn't until I started meeting other people that could see them. So like, I would actually see what some people would know as fairies. And then later on ghosts and demons and things like that. Like I could see these energies, these conscious other beings that were independent. I wouldn't say I'm particularly visually sensitive to people's energies but as I've aged and I've learned what to look for, I definitely have what uh, Rain and I call like our other kin radar. So I can absolutely like walk into a bar and point out <laughs> the other kin or the uh, Therians, whether they are aware of what they are or not. Before I understood that it was an other kin radar, it used to manifest itself in. uh what's the word? Uh, uh, darn it, attraction, but there's a infatuation. There you go. Like, he's, I'd, I'd be like, gosh, I really want to take you home. And I don't know why. <laughs> and it was very intense. And once I learned what it was, it's not nearly as intense now because like, I think my physical body didn't understand what to do with that sensation. So it just translated it into attraction and now that i now that i understand it it doesn't it doesn't go down that path anymore but it definitely did initially which was fun for (laughs) puy
3: like that's a lot how we met um there was there was an incident where you were very much like you there's something about you and i'm like you leave me alone you (laughs) crazy person (laughs)
2: mind you i was not hitting on rain or anything like that by the time we met i was aware of how my radar
1: worked
0: so in the rain um what are you about like what is it what's going on that like um...
1: how did you sort of discover this viewpoint and you know discover this about yourself other kenny wise like we didn't say like how you identify like as an individual we did the spiritual thing um so how how would you identify as an individual
3: um i identify somewhere vaguely in the fallen angel fallen valkyrie kind of space and like i, I feel like even saying that kind of thing sounds well probably just as crazy as someone saying is like I a wolf <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I really came to it a lot through well one it was just a shifts of like flying and a lot of dreams of like wings and wings getting torn off and a lot of nightmare yeah (laughs) yeah uh without without going like super long into it i used to have this vicious recurring nightmare of being like hunted down by these demon children after i like fell on the ground and they just like pin me down and tear off my wings it was about the worst thing (laughs) but but that like really pushed me into like looking into well what does this mean (laughs) and like and like where do where do I really get this kind of feeling of like song and flying and that being a thematic thing throughout my life and uh, amusingly enough um I all I also got into the furry fandom um but not most not really for any spiritual reason just because i i like the aesthetic and like i like the art and i thought furries were fun and then i kind of discovered that there are other kins um related to furries that were like therians or wares as uh I, i knew them at the time and i was like wait so there, there there's people that like feel like they're like not human because i don't feel like i'm human and like this is a whole thing <laughs> so so yeah i i kind of went into that path for a little while it's like uh i i don't know how wings fins this. am i uh, like a pigeon or a parrot like because <laughs> I, I like really like people and song but like the, eventually that kind of didn't really feel right like not like completely bird but something that was very avian so i I kind of fit into that and a lot of my spirituality came from trying to make sense of how i felt in these dreams and it really came to seeing others and um like meeting other wares and other kin and talking to them about how they felt about like energy and spiritual intersections and shifts and things like that.
1: You know, thank you for sharing that with us.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Luckily they've mostly gone away, but it was, it was about six, seven years of uh, having roommates who thought I was a terrible person to live with. Cause they just walk through the hall and I'd shoot up all scared and like sweating and just like, like, you have crazy dreams you should get a hold of that
0: (laughs) yeah i've heard that before from people so Mm -hmm. same here i'm glad you did and you know it takes a lot of courage to really look inside yourself and really you know
1: yeah actually explore that about
0: that not just dismiss that or whatever you know Mm -hmm. and embrace that
1: how many people take something like that and just bury it deep and just be like that's not normal i don't want to deal with it yeah it's nonsense
0: you know what i mean
3: yeah, it kind of makes me wonder a little bit how many like now that we have kind of these podcasts going of like talking about Therians and other kins, like will people hear this and be like, "Hey, hey, wait a second, Th- this is this is something that like, hey, they're they're speaking my language." Yeah.
0: Well, that's what we that's kind of what we wanted to do. I mean, because I remember when I was looking around when I first felt like I was, I didn't know it was called ethereum or whatever you know when i was experiencing these shifts like what is this and having these intense dreams and yeah there wasn't a lot it was just i had to weed through a lot of the jungle like go through the weeds and everything before i found some information that lined up with things and and you know so and this is it's just nice to actually have people talking about it openly not just on a computer and text and sitting there for 20 years out of date essays or whatever which was what I was finding you know mm-hmm. just static information yeah and that's kind of what was happening to me and I'm like well how long ago was this and who are these people and they didn't seem really because they're just words they're just virtual it's a virtual world and I had no physical contact with any of. It. so this is more personable
1: mm-hmm. and what you were saying is I can see it with uh, what we're seeing happened with a lot of the older generation Um, especially a lot of baby boomers as they're getting older and um, even their parents were finding that there were a lot of closet gays and lesbians um, from especially the 20s 30s and 40s who have always sort of hidden that and as they get older and their spouse may pass or as they get more open and they never married they're just sort of coming out of the woodwork and accepting of that something they've repressed for years and i can see that being a similar thing with other kin therians as it's you know something they've sort of repressed and they're just hiding and just aren't public with it because even they're not comfortable with it especially when you don't have anyone saying it's okay
0: yeah i mean they're not talking about in the bible much you know (laughs) with wolves and and people
2: not not in a positive way that's no no
0: and i'm like oh why is it always got to be about the devil you know (laughs) epitome of evil you know what i mean the wolves i hate that
2: me and demons we have an interesting relationship but we don't have to get into that right
0: now okay yeah that'd be something we could save for another time
2: yeah Yeah,
0: demons scare me really badly i'll just say
2: (laughs) (laughs) i know how i know you're not terribly fond
0: i'm terrified of them actually yeah i I believe in them with all my (laughs) what's that
2: I said, I hope I can help you with that someday.
0: I've I've had some negative experiences, some really real supernatural things happened to me in the past, which I'm not going to talk about. But yeah, I definitely believe in their existence as much as good spirits. And so,
2: well, be prepared to talk about it on my interview.
0: (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) No, you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to, but it is one of the questions
0: good luck tearing down the brick wall (laughs) (laughs) it gives me the shivers
1: yeah trauma that's something that might be better saved for its own episode especially um talking with the place of christianity and other kin when it comes with like angel kin and demon kin that can be a whole other subject in and Mm. of itself
0: yeah something i really don't know much about and like how can you identify as a demon i don't get it Mm -hmm. you know
1: well there are people that identify as godkin too they identify as a god figure from some mythos or other
2: and Um, that's my wheelhouse like those three kins you just brought up basically make up my entire inner
1: circle
0: (laughs) okay well you need to educate me (laughs) because i know nothing (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. um i think for the moment that's a little bit much for an episode but that's something we can we'll definitely talk about and bring in later on
3: But but just as a quick aside, I just want to say, like, so a dragon is a dragon, therian or a like spiritual otherkin?
2: They're not terrestrial, right? I
1: classify them anyway. Yeah, I would say (laughs) I would say otherkin in general. I don't think they meet the qualification to be therian because they've never existed in the fossil record or dinosaurs don't count proven. (laughs) Um,
3: Yep. So feathered dinosaurs don't count.
0: Well, dinosaurs are have walked this earth. There are raptor. Mm-hmm. The sure. therians i would yeah, i would call I've them i would them. call
1: them therians because they have existed as mm-hmm. an actual physical terrestrial animal and know. we can prove it For some people yep. um if yeah. we're wrong and mistaken on dragons and they were at one point physical on this plane we
0: apologize.
3: On,
1: on this we don't earth and we happen. can find <laughs> proof of that i'd say well, yeah okay that'd be therians but at the moment i'd say it's like along with other kin it wouldn't be discussed more closely <laughs> More like Fay. yeah, and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I'd be in that same realm. Of yeah,
2: it. I come down hard in agreement with you, Phil.
0: Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think they're really cool, <laughs> and I would love to meet a, a dragon kin. I've got a couple. I just want I want to know, like, what is that like? You know, it's not feeling fun. that kind of power,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> So Rain talked about her kin type. I promise to be mm-hmm. much more succinct. <laughs> my kin type, at its very very core, again, like my spirituality defies definition. How I figured it out okay. was basically a whole lot of memories and uh, regression and things like that. And also, every time I was running into other kin, other other kin, they were mm-hmm. yeah they were also, like, confirming what I was seeing, feeling, experiencing, and they were coming back and saying, yeah, this is what I keep seeing, feeling, when I look at you. But basically, it goes back to kind of a weird cosmic entity. Like, I remember floating around in space and nebulas, and that's some of the most uh vivid memory I have and then basically shortly after that was a whole lot of dragon interaction
0: Wait, let me ask you real quick like these memories are they dreamlike where they just speak like yeah I don't know can you, yeah, can you so, elaborate more on that because I'm a little confused
2: once I figured out how to do it purposefully I got very good at I guess what some people might call past life regression. I learned where to look in my mind and my soul to find like past lives. And so, and I talk about this in some previous episodes of my podcast where I call it like the inner plane and it's kind of this existence inside your own head, your own soul. And it's where you can kind of be your truest spiritual self. And as I got very good at interacting with that realm, I became aware of the form I was taking when I was there. And also the form that other people were seeing when they were interacting with me on that level. So I'm sure I've had dreams, like just straight up dreams, I'm asleep, I have this vivid dream, I wake up, I remember it. I'm sure I've had those, but a whole lot of them are kind of like these deja vu kind of starts to touch on it but it's basically like i don't know if you've ever had a memory that you'd completely forget about and then you're hanging out with someone who was there and they bring it up and they're like hey you remember that time that we did this and this and you're like no i don't remember any of that and then they they say something that makes you it clicks and then you recall the whole thing as vividly as it happened yesterday it's kind of like that feeling but someone else isn't there telling it to me not always sometimes they were like meditations where other entities were there to be like hey you don't remember me yet but here and then the memory would be there so there was a lot of memories that I would just suddenly I would remember and I remember them more vividly than I remember what I had for breakfast yesterday wow
0: wow yeah I feel like I experienced some things like that when I was a lot younger and even memories, I don't even know where they came from that had nothing to do with my current life, but mm-hmm. not in a while. So maybe I kind of get an idea what you mean by the whole inner plane and all that. So
1: I'm familiar with that like, inner plane is the sense of, I've heard it referred to, or read it referred to rather as the Akashic Records. Um, and that's sort of, from what I understand, um, a history or a record of your soul, your spirit, and like the past that it's had and how it developed. Um, and like viewing that and seeing some of that through astral projection and meditation, I've sort of experienced a little bit of one past life as a human. So I do believe in past lives, but I don't necessarily believe that that influences my own personal identity as a Therian. Um, but you're the other way, you know, you, you see this and you feel that your soul was one thing. One way, and it's originating way back when, at any point in time, and it's displaying through you as it's developed into you, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, humaning is really hard for me, like extra, <laughs> extra hard. So when when the two of you talk about having a hard time, you know, being human or humaning, I understand <laughs> on such a deep level because so at at least the vast majority of therian types and kin types are still you you still have two eyes and four limbs and ears and probably a mouth and things like that i don't
0: (laughs) no no so it's like Mm
2: -hmm. like literally picture a nebula and that is the most natural state for me so whenever i regress and like like fell said kind of tap the akashic records and i get into that form that is the most natural state that i can be in and so to take something like this that like i remember being able to just i could just move my consciousness across oceans yeah and it's so limiting to go from that to two-legged two arms two eyes linear being that ages and has to eat and sleep and get tired and get hurt it's (sighs) miserable
1: as as two people that are spiritually diverse as you two um i know we've mentioned it before like resources and things like that in our little chats back and forth do you guys have any advice or links or resources that you can point out to someone who's maybe a little lost or confused wanting to look into either like Wicca, eclectic spirituality, shamanism, animism, um, anything along any of those lines, something concrete and maybe current that they would be safe exploring.
2: So here's what I have to say on that. (laughs) And it's not the best. (laughs) It's probably not the best answer you're looking for, but in my opinion, it's the most true the best source is yourself. Um, Maybe researching meditation techniques and kind of like you were saying, accessing the Akashic records and things like that. My entire spiritual development started out internally. Everything that I learned was intuitive. And then later on, so I would, I would come to some kind of understanding. I would come to some kind of idea and then after that, after I became comfortable with the idea, I would find other things, books, uh, you know, I guess podcasts as well, but other other media that would validate it. So, yeah, I can think of lots of like books for witchcraft and Wicca, and they can definitely help you if you want to explore magic and stuff like that, but as far as like your spiritual identity, I am very much of the belief that you've got to look internally. And I mean, me personally, everyone in my life, when they ask me for advice, I sit down with them and I help find what method of meditation and regression and whatever is going to work best for that individual. And then I give them the tools to make their own journey. So in my opinion, the best resource is yourself and a community. I mean, I'm happy to help if anyone you know wants advice on, Kind of where to start when it comes to your own spiritual journey, but I can't give you this dogmatic, you know, book or link and say, "Hey, if you want to figure out whether or not you're a witch or an otherkin or a therian, then go here and check the boxes." You know,
3: mm-hmm. I mean, personally, so I think a lot of the problem that people can run into is just having a lack of terminology. And if you have a lack of terminology, then it's really hard to, you know, explore something. So if you're starting
0: yeah, from a place of like,
3: I just don't feel human, but you don't have the words Therian or Otherkin or things like that to, you know, Google, then, you know, you're kind of lost in the dark. And
2: I didn't have them. <laughs> Basically, I didn't either. I didn't like, oh. know how I found out
3: and and so i I think conversations like this are important and finding communities so i I think just in um spiritual journeys i I think it really is a thing of like hey um google akashic records uh, google christian mysticism google like uh, animism google urban paganism (laughs) um other kin therians Mm -hmm. uh you know like Uh, just kind of that thing i I think it's just having more tools in your toolbox and like terms to kind of like search and and i think echoing kind of what jackson says is like clark clark says (laughs) is uh, echoing what kind of clark says is that if if you have this like itch and this like thread and this thing that's bothering you you just you you kind of have to pull at it you know you have to kind of keep searching it's kind of
0: it's it's going to keep bugging you it always starts with you inside of you you know Mm -hmm.
1: and that's that's really refreshing to hear it is thank um, you actual concise wordage (laughs) no it's that as you were saying it starts inside you and then you reach out and look for things that fit you not reaching out grabbing something and then making yourself fit it and i realize now that like the question i asked and the way i asked it was off <laughs> which <laughs> question um I basically forgot. spiritual resources and stuff and it's oh okay yeah no and i i see what you're saying and how the only mm-hmm. question i just asked was a little bit off of that and it makes a lot more sense the way you guys described it and well, that's put it tr- out to me and thank you for that.
0: That's the tra- traditional way. So a lot of people, you know, do it. A lot of times they're like, here's this, 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 but that's more for specifics. It was interesting. You guys, you guys are fascinating. Like uh, this is fascinating to me. I've I never know. really got to speak I'm to it. i like that.
1: breaking off like two or three more episodes. And so, it's like hmm, more interviews. Yeah. Yes. Like it's making us kind of
0: think outside and further out than we thought. Be-
3: mm-hmm. i gotta say the feeling is entire it's entirely so mutual. mutual it's so mutual <laughs> yeah. like i remember burning through all your episodes just being like yes oh, wow. someone's talking about this like there's <laughs> a you you actually did a a, a meditation about flying and it yes. was yeah. the most relaxing thing oh. i have ever done <laughs>
0: thank you i just felt really inspired it was a beautiful day and i'm like i want to do something for the for birds just anyone with wings or if not exactly birds but you know it was easier to it down to birds at the time and i do feel kind of a a kinship something about birds i've always felt this special kind of connection in a way like i can win. in a spiritual in sense
2: wolves and, I never and crows li- have always had even in the wild. Very significant relationships with each other,
0: yeah. I know, and like, I feel like they're always kind of watching me and going, Arr! I'm like, Yeah, 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 I hear you. You know, <laughs> I'm walking down the street, you know, when they're looking at me from the tree, shut and... up, crow, you don't know me. <laughs> <Yeah. "Arr!" laughs> um, no, I really enjoyed putting into that meditation again. I was like, I hope this is helpful to somebody. I mean, even though I did it out of love and creativity of my heart you know and I did what I did the best I could I really thought it through and I you know I hoped that it was clear enough and just took my time with it and I'm really glad that at least at least you who is the only one so far gave me any feedback I'm sure somebody out there also enjoyed it but uh that means a lot to me so thank you
3: yeah, no, thank you for putting it out. I was like, I was like
0: we loved wait,
3: it. Wait, wait a second. There's a thing about flying. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do this. Oh, this is cool.
0: And on that flighty note, that concludes today's interview with Reinen Clark from the Viking Shaman Podcast. If you liked this interview, you'll love their show. So subscribe and share. Let people know it exists. Whether you carry it on the wing, on your back into the wind. Or into the depths of the deep, deep ocean, if you happen to have fins. Our opening song was performed and composed by Kevin Hartnell. Today's show was produced with help from Fel Gray, mixed and edited by me, Autumn Wolf. Thanks, everyone, for all your support, reviews, and sharing. Have a great summer, and remember to stay wild!